The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off of your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Back with another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Today, we turn our attention to the Xfinity Series for the Shriners Children's 200 from Dare. Dar- Darlington, I almost said Dega. What the hell am I thinking? From Darlington. Uh, of course, it is throwback weekend. And as we saw last uh, yesterday, or yesterday, as it were, uh, Cody's Miller Lite jacket is sitting there on the back on the hanger where it belongs. Yep, it's back on the wall where it uh, generally stays. <laughs> Not roasting him like it was last night, yes, but you've was, got a very nice little hat on right now. Uh, uh, do tell yes. there, Cody. Broke out the uh, the Bobby Labonte number 18. Uh, it's got, got the, well, uh, I'm backwards on the camera here. Got the 18 on this side. Got the old MBNA bank on this side. Uh, yeah, and I just, we were reflecting before we started this. 18 car, not been out on the track this season in the Cup Series. Been rather weird to see. It's been a while. Also have my uh, Winston Cup 25th anniversary of the Winston Cup champions mug here. Uh, yeah, just uh, enjoying enjoying a nice throwback weekend at Darlington, going all out with the uh, the throwbackness. I'm uh I'm trying to figure out what I would <laughs> like to uh like to, to throw back to. In fact, you know what? Uh, yeah, just uh, how excited for you? First of all, you I know you you love yourself some Darlington. I know you love yourself some throwback. But uh, the Xfinity series is going to kick the action off. Well, the Truck series is, but you know. The Xfinity series is going to really carry us home. So uh, very exciting to see these guys take the track again uh, to to kick this weekend off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, we've got all three series in action, which, of course, love very much. It'll start with the truck series, which we'll get into tomorrow. But back to the Friday, Saturday, Sunday racing, which I love so much. The Friday night racing is is great. Then we get the the Xfinity standalone on Saturday. Uh, Super pumped for this. And uh, yeah, it's going to be, there's some great throwbacks in this series as well. Um, I know there's a Dale Earnhardt Jr. throwback to his nationwide car. Um, There's a a Ken Block tribute on the Riley Herbst car, which, damn, they did that right. Uh, That is a beautiful tribute, that car. Arguably one of the best ones on the entire weekend. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for this race. All right, fine. Then let's do this. Let's throw it back to the 2002 
racing Ooh. champ, chase race, right? Jimmy Johnson, Lowe's car right there, still there in the go. packaging. Nice. I, I, hold on, where's the camera? There it is. I love that Lowe's car, man. I miss that Lowe's car. It's, uh, man, just it's such an iconic ride, iconic car. Sad that it, uh, yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Chase the race. And 2002, that was the year before I started watching. Look at that young face on Jimmy Johnson. That, that's that's a yeah, and Jimmy Johnson obviously very good at Darlington as well in his heyday. So uh, definitely apropos for that. So yeah, I mean, listen, you know, we talked about it yesterday in the Cup Betting Show. This is, of course, the uh, Lady in Black, the track too tough to tame, and it doesn't matter what kind of car you're driving. This is always a tough track to. Uh, well, it's in the title, but this is always a a challenging track that requires every bit of skill that you have in your racing. Uh, bag as it were yeah and back to the throwback thing real quick did you see the uh the kyle bush throwback this weekend i did not get a chance to i'm gonna have to so rcr up. tweeted it out throwing it back all the way back to kyle bush's first career win at rcr which happened at las vegas earlier this season ah. <laughs> he's not running a throwback car it's just the lucas oil car again so they uh that's if you're not going to run a throwback car that's the way to do it right there Throwing it back to his first ever win at RCR, which happened to be earlier this season, but uh, that's a that's a solid way to do it. I thought that that was. I, I do feel like everybody should have a throwback car. Very lazy on their part to not have a throwback car. Come on, there's been some iconic number eight cars over the years. There's been some iconic Richard Shoulders racing cars over the years. There's been some iconic Kyle Busch cars over the years. Like, throw us back to something. What are you doing? But anyways, I thought that that was a clever way to at least uh, still have a, a quote-unquote throwback if you're not going to do a throwback. Listen, yeah. there's there's never really an, an expiration date on when you're throwing back. I even said that the other day. I think I was talking about somebody. because Oh, so I'm listening to uh, to the throwback station uh, on my, my radio stations here, and, and it's the throwbacks. And it like threw it back to like 10 years ago, and I was like, is that really a throwback? <laughs> and then I thought, nice. well, yeah. Yes, you're going be. backwards. You're throwing it back. Throwing I guess it, it back. works I'm either way. Throwing it back to Monday. That's where I'm throwing it back to. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, again, yes. This is, of course, uh, Darlington. This is the 1.3 mile track uh, with varying corners. We'll set up all of that, and plus, of course, we're here to give you the Xfinity Series bets as we always do. But Cody, as we always do as well, we have to step away for a quick break to uh, to pay the bills, ladies and gentlemen. Because again, we are in this uh, for you. But we also have to uh, skirt the company line. So let's let's take care of that right quick. Tell you about Shady Rays. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays has got you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for all your outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every single pair of sunglasses that you get is backed by lost and broken replacements. So if you lose a pair, break a pair, even day one, second one, minute one, a hundred years later, they told us that they're going to send you a brand new pair. And best of all, they won't ask you how it happened. They won't ask you if you lost it, if they got stolen, if you stepped on them. They won't. They don't care. So wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase and if you don't love them i don't know how that's possible but if you don't exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 30 days there's no risk when you shop with shady rays the team's always 
got your back. And for our international listeners, I know we got some folks up there, and I, I've seen the reports. I know people listen outside of the United States. Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. Ooh, the odds are now... Uh, the stakes are now raised by the well odds yeah whatever <laughs> go to shadyrays.com use the code sgpn for 50 percent off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses then take that receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the 500 dollars shady may contest spreading love all over the globe for shady rays uh cody i i love to see that love to hear it uh but yes definitely exciting for uh for everybody uh, exciting for everybody, the racing on Darlington. Like we said, this is the Shriners 200, uh, Shriners Children 200, rather. 147 laps around this 1.366-mile paved track for 200.802 miles. Some notable entries in this. Kyle Larson will be racing the 10 car, that open 10 car. And then Ross Chastain is going to be in the 91 again. Uh, obviously... They're good drivers. Obviously, we know that they're a powerhouse. I think we'll talk about it when we start laying out our bets, though. Not necessarily sold on the fact that they're going to run away with this race, uh, as as the books predict. So, yeah, you got yeah 41 entries, 38 spots. Uh, like you mentioned, Chastain, he's going to be in that 91 car. We'll touch on it, but uh, he's not always had the most success in that car before. Um, Larson is going to be in the 10 car. We've seen Austin Dillon in that car. We've seen Kyle Busch in that car. Nobody's won in that car yet. It's had a lot of solid finishes. Nobody's won. Would anybody be surprised if Larson comes out and wins this race? No. He was in this race last season, and guess what? He won it. So we wouldn't be surprised, although it did take him until the last couple of laps in, in an epic battle with Sheldon Creed at the end there to actually get it done. We saw it last week with Kyle Busch. Even when these guys maybe should win these races, it doesn't always happen. So uh, we'll get into that a little more. Ty Dillon also in the three car. Um, and Co Carson Hosevar is going to be in the 77 car. Uh, he was supposed to be in the 77 a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember which race that was uh, for Spire. That was where it was going to end up raining, uh, raining out. They would not have made it anyway, so they just withdrew their entry. But looks pretty good this weekend at Darlington. So uh, Hosevar should be making... I believe that might actually be his first Xfinity Series start as well uh, for Hosovar in that 77 for Spire. That'll be fun. Uh, we definitely know we love him in the truck series. So uh, to see him run both the trucks and the Xfinity in a weekend, uh, that'll be pretty uh, pretty fun for him. I, I don't know how yeah. much I'm going to be laying on him, but, you know. Yeah, pro probably not too much. But, uh, you know, he might, depending on where he starts, he might be worth the DFS shot. We'll see. I believe this makes Spire the only team this season that will enter cars in all three series as well which is not something we've really seen much of lately i mean back in the day you know roush <laughs> at one point roush had five cup series cars that were all very good uh they had two at least two xfinity series cars that were extremely good they had a truck series program that was amazing like it, it, it's crazy going back and thinking of some of these teams and, and all the different programs they had um, obviously we don't see as much of that anymore. Joe Gibbs, the notable one, of course, they've got, you know, the big cup series program, the big Xfinity series program. Other than that, you don't really have much crossover for anyone else. Uh, I mean, there's some satellite teams, obviously for a long time, KBM, JGR was kind of in the same stable. V 
field and the trucks and whatnot there. But uh, and obviously with the Hendrick side of things, you got Hendrick and Junior Motorsports very closely tied together. But uh, yeah, times have definitely changed uh, as far as that goes. But pretty cool to inspire stepping up and having uh, at least entries in all three series this season. It's expensive. I, I can understand why teams aren't doing it anymore. <laughs> I mean, you got to think yeah. back in the day, I, I'm pretty sure it was still expensive back then too. But like now you're talking fielding multiple cars, the, the big garage. It's just like uh, the amount of money that goes into each yeah. team. And I mean, the sponsorship part of it too, like you look back at those, those Roush cars and they had charter forever on the 60 car. They had Scott's in the 99 truck for a long time. Um, and, and there was, it was things were obviously were just more settled where they had the one sponsor. Now we're yet to sell things on a race to race basis. I think that makes it a lot more and just, uh, you know, it doesn't, it's not as secure of a, of an influx of money. And, and I think that that is part of the reason maybe scares some teams away. And then I think some of your bigger teams want to focus more just on the cup series too. But, uh, I like to see it from Spire. We've seen them step up their game when that seven car in the cup series, um, and, and, like to see them expanding out to these other series as well. You just love yourself some Corey LaJoy. Let's not mince it. Let's That's, not. Uh, uh, yes, as president of the Corey LaJoy fan club, I, I do uh, I do enjoy seeing Spires be successful. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, listen, with all three series running this weekend, I mean, obviously, you kind of add to the excitement of it all. And then to have the crossover like we're going to have between trucks and Xfinity and then even Xfinity and and uh, Cup, right? We get Josh Berry running in both series for the Xfinity and the and the Cup. Like this is what racing weekends are supposed to be like. So, um, yes. yeah, sit back and enjoy this. Yeah. Oh, speaking of joy, by the way, going to be some crossover in the Truck Series too. Uh, guess who's driving that Spire truck in the Truck Series? Uh, I'm Mr. Corey Lejoy himself, Bubba Wallace, Parker Kligerman. We're gonna have there's gonna be some guys. Chastain's in that Chastain. Oh no, that's it is Ross. Yeah, so Chastain running the. Uh, Triple duty this weekend, trying to get that uh, full-on sweep. I would not. Well, depending on what the odds are, maybe you bet on that, but probably not. <laughs> well, he just wants to be sorry all weekend. That's all there is to it. Like he wants to make several <laughs> apologies this weekend. I think. Yeah, you better. That's that's a lot of racing for people to get their shots in at him if uh, everybody hates him. Hey, so. and those lower series, right? I mean, it's it's uh, there's no love lost between those guys. I mean, they'll they'll put a bumper D. They don't care. I mean, what do they got yeah. to lose? Honestly, exactly. Yeah. So. Well, and they can you know impress their uh, Cup Series counterparts, right? That's. You get the they, you got the the most popular driver, former champion, egging on the uh, rookie to go punch Ross Chastain. So they like it when the other guys do their dirty work for them. Hey, listen, and and again, now can be Noah Graxon over there, like whispering in an ear, like, "Hey, Ross is out there. You might want to put a bumper to that ninety-one. Make, make sure you swing first. Don't grab him. Just swing first. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't waste time grabbing if you're going to do oh, something. Yeah, hopefully something. Noah learned some lessons there. Uh, uh, are there uh, is there anything major to cover before we uh, start? digging into uh, oh, speaking of Chastain and, and Gregson there was no penalties um, for that incident so I think that was the right call by NASCAR they it, the fight was quickly obviously nipped in the bud they didn't go back and forth it didn't all go crazy uh, and so I think that I think that they made the right decision here you, you can't have guys just fighting and beating each other up every week obviously that can be dangerous physically somebody could get seriously hurt but you know it's a heat of the moment thing things were, were wound down quickly Noah was still kind of trying to go at him a little bit as they pulled him away, but but he finally walked away and didn't keep it up or, or run back down there like, like we've seen in the past and tackle him or anything like that. So I think NASCAR made the right call. 
let let them let them get it out a little bit and uh you know they're going to use it in their highlight reels for the rest of the year anyways it's like i said though man road rage for us in just normal <laughs> everyday traffic like i can only imagine 3 hours of being like two feet away from the other drivers around you and going at 180 miles an hour and like just the amount of pressure that you're under getting passed passing people there's no way like no blinkers come on yeah that's uh yeah i do man i i totally agree with you there yeah i mean listen i'm not i don't think i'm cut out to be a race car driver which is why i talk about it so um if anybody wants to come at me because i made a call about them that they don't like fine you can have it because I'm guaranteeing you right now I would not be able to do your job. So, uh, but I expect <laughs> you, you to do yours. That's really all. There exactly. Is That's how it works. Uh, all right, we got one more break to get to, and then we'll start putting some bets down for you for this gonna, Xfinity race. I'm gonna go grab my vomit bag before I place this first bet. Uh, yeah, after Cody's the break. Cody's already <laughs> uh, regretting his decision, his life choices that brought him to this point. So that's true. Uh, that's true. Find out what we're talking about after the break. But let's tell you that dating is not the most pleasant of experiences all the time. And what's worse is finding that special person is always super stressful. And you've turned to those apps, right? You've started to try swiping. You've tried all that stuff that's supposed to get you a date fast to no avail. Well, guess what? Now you could try something different. And that is Talkify. What is Talkify? Well, it is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that's designed to help you achieve relationship success. Their trusted compatibility specialists hand select successfully and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. Want to know how it works? Well, Talkify matchmakers meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in a partner. Then they'll select and screen potential matches candidates for you. That's right. They'll do it for you. They'll do the background checks, the video interviews. They'll even ask the tough questions that are too awkward for first dates. And from there, your matchmaker plans your date instru- introductions rather, and handles all communications for you, creating a safe and stress-free dating experience the way it should be. Talkify is committed to finding your match. 80% of the clients met their person within the first 12 months matches how do you do that right now talkify it's offering our listeners 20 percent off when you become a client at talkify.com slash sgpn that is t-a-w-k-i-f-y.com slash sgpn for 20 percent off when you become a client talkify.com slash sgpn Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, as we get set for 200 miles around the uh, the track too tough to tame, the lady in black, the millions of uh, different corners that they've got going on, the minnow pond of all things, uh, we, we are ready to start laying down some bets. I just want to hurry up and see Cody uncomfortable, so let's, let's get to it then. <laughs> all right, Rod. Unfortunately, this one is just... It has to be put on here. It has to be done. It has to be bet on, despite how disgusting it is. The fact that I put it on here as my first bet even uh, shows you how confident I am in it, despite the fact that it's very disgusting. I'm going to take the number 11 car in the Xfinity series. 
go find the entry list if you want to know who that is. I'm not going <laughs> to speak his name. I'm still very upset with him about Talladega uh, and literally taking out all of my cashing bets late in that race. But he can start to earn his redemption this week. I still probably won't say his name for a while, but this will be a good start for him. I'm going to take the number 11 over Corey Heim, minus 145 over on Caesars. Um, Corey Heim, again, a very good truck series driver. We've seen him have a lot of success, but he is in that Sam Hunt racing car. Love to pick on the Sam Hunt cars because they are not JGR Toyotas. They try to pretend like they are, but they are nowhere close. And a lot of times they don't do very well. Um, he's got a start in a Sam Hunt car. And guess what? He had engine troubles and finished 30th, which is pretty much on par with what you expect from the Sam Hunt cars, right? Um, so you go back and look at, at what has this Sam Hunt number 24 car done so far this season. Tyler Reddick, NASCAR Cup Series superstar, was in it early in the season. 36th at Auto Club. Again, engine troubles. See a, a pattern forming here. But Reddick came back the next week at Las Vegas. 13th was all he could manage to do in it. And again, that was Tyler Reddick, one of the better Cup Series drivers. Uh, that's all he could do with it. At Richmond, Connor Mosack finished 28th. Martinsville, 33rd. Uh, Phoenix, 24th. Not a very good season so far for that number 24 car. Um, and then you go and look at number 11 and um, finishes here at, uh, at Darlington. Uh, let's see. Well, I guess, yeah, 13th and 10th last season. Again, working on that 12th place average that, that we know he likes to have. But uh, again, those are very solid finishes. That's what he finished here last season. Uh, did have a 24th place finish in, in 2021, but also had a 5th place finish. Had a solid 6th place finish here in 2020. Go back and look at what he's done lately. We talked about him before Talladega quite a bit anyways. Um, and he had a 12th place finish at Auto Club, a 10th place finish at Las Vegas, a 10th place finish at Dover. The other three intermediates that we have been to so far this season. Uh, so again, you can rely on him to get you that solid 10th to 12th place finish almost week in and week out. And I just don't expect Heim to have a car anywhere near that. Uh, and despite you know what we know Heim is capable of, uh, we've seen the struggles with Tyler Reddick. And I think obviously Heim is, is a major step down from Reddick. And I just don't think he's going to have problems. Or I don't think he's going to have good luck. And then that's if he doesn't have problems. I mean, there's a decent chance he has problems because we've already seen that many times this season. If he doesn't have problems, I don't think he's going to have any speed in the car. Don't think he's going to be able to do much with it. So give me the number 11 car over Corey Heim, minus 145. Parts of Cody's soul can be found floating <laughs> in uh, whatever river or in the minnow pond over there right, at, I gotta, uh, I, at Darlington. I am going to. I, I can't believe it. I wrote his name down here, <gasps> crossing it out. That's well, the, you didn't put and it. And then I almost said it too. So. Ugh. Oh, geez. I had to grab the soap, wash my mouth out. All right. But I've, I saved my eyes and crossed his name. We will, speak, we will speak of this no more. We will put this down in the official ledger and let we'll it place go. Place the bet. Don't even keep it in your, your betting slip section. Just completely erase it from your mind and wait for the money to appear in your account on Saturday. We will let it ride. Uh, all right. Well, somebody else that we've been down on quite a bit this season is Cole Custer. Uh, and down on him because, obviously, like we've talked about, we thought he would run away with this series and have 20 wins by now in the first eight races. That has not happened. Uh, but I will tell you right now uh, that I have Cole Custer down as a top five car 
intriguing at plus 115. I feel like this is, uh, if you look at the top five odds, this is one of the more juicier top five odds out there, actually, because um, most of them aren't at plus money uh, the way that this is. Cole Custer on this track in particular has three Xfinity starts where he has won one and finished second in the other. He has a ninth place finish to round out his time in the Xfinity series on Darlington. Uh, but he started in fourth, sixth, and third, all the way around that top five. Uh, and, and again, I think Cole Custer has the potential to do it. Like we said, it was a rough start for Custer, right? Uh, after Daytona, he had a great ninth place finish there, but then 27th, 12th, 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 32nd. Now, though, he's on sort of an uptick, right? He's been in fifth place in Richmond, third place at Martinsville, fourth place at Talladega, seventh place at Dover. So four solid finishes in a row for Cole Custer. Maybe he's turning it around. Obviously, he, like I said, he's had success on this track before. He won the uh, last time he was on this track in 2019. It's been a few years, uh, but he's one of the few drivers out there that, uh, that still has a win on this track. Really, if you look at the wins altogether, and we'll get there, um, the one with the most wins, one of the ones with the most wins, is not even out there, and that's Noah Gragson. He obviously is gone. Chase Elliott has a win. Uh, Brandon Jones has a win. But past that, I mean, it's it's you know, really just a, a onesies and twosies of folks with wins that are all active drivers in the Xfinity series. So there's you know the experience for Cole Custer out there to win this race, and all we're asking him to do is finish inside the top five, and it'll get you a plus one fifteen when he does. So um, like I said, it's been challenging for him to start the season, but I feel like that double zero has figured something out. I feel like he's more confident now. And as we go into this track that he knows so well and hasn't had a bad finish in the Xfinity series, um, I, I like this form. In fact, I'm going to do something real quick and look at his um, his uh, Cup Series uh, finishes on uh, Darlington to see how well he did. Because we know that the Cup Series was kind of a struggle for him. But uh, yeah, in Darlington, yeah, he didn't have... He didn't have very uh, very good finishes. Not bad, though. Uh, a 12th place finish at one point, an 11th place, and a 14th place. So, you know, in the Cup Series, to be running outside the top 10, just outside the top 10, not bad. So, I like I said, I trust that he can get this done this weekend, and uh, I like the odds at plus 115 for a Cole Custer top five. <sighs> yeah, I, I still don't feel like betting on him just because I'm I'm upset with how horrible he's been this year. But... On a three of the last four races, so plus money. Obviously, he's got track history here as well. Uh, can't argue against that too much. Uh, next up for me, I'm going to continue to pick on crappy cars, and uh, this is this is just almost like a gift that they give you. Like Ross Chastain jumps into to a Xfinity Series car, and they're like, "Let's pair him up with a Joe Gibbs Racing car," and that is a horrible decision. And it's still it's juiced. I mean. This shows you how not confident the books are in Ross Chastain to have a good a good car. I'm taking Sammy Smith over Ross Chastain, minus 170 rod. I know this is juiced up. This is juiced up for a reason. Of course, anything can happen. Sammy Smith runs into some trouble. I understand. But as far as these two cars, they are going to be nowhere close to each other in speed. And, I mean, Sammy Smith has had one of the fastest we've seen it. It's been the JGR cars that have been the fastest. I mean, now you can even throw Truex in there too with the with the 19 car. So really, all three JGR cars, if they have their if Joe Graff's not driving, uh, have been extremely fast this season. 
Sammy Smith has been very fast. Um, and Ross Chastain, again, we know his talent and everything, but he's in the DGM 91 car, which it's it's not done well. Um, and even with Ross, he, he was in this car last season here, a 15th place finish. That's for a Cup Series guy coming down into the – for a top-level Cup Series guy even, coming down into the Xfinity Series, you expect much better than that. Um, he did race this car one time this season at Auto Club. Again, in a bigger one, but an intermediate track. Uh, higher tire wear, 24th place there. Um, so just hasn't been great. Uh, go back to Sammy Smith. He has had some ups and downs, a 19th at Auto Club, a 17th at Las Vegas. Um, but after that, he kicked it into gear. Um, he he finished, you know, dominated the race at Phoenix, won that race, got a sixth place at Dover. Uh, last time these guys were out, of course, they didn't race last week at Kansas. Um, so the speed Sammy Smith has had all season, he's already shown his ability. We know he can win. We know he can run up front um, all day long. I think that's going to be the case for him. And Ross, he'll get the most out of the car that he can. He's going to do better than if somebody else was in that car like we see on a week, regular weekly basis, but that still might only be 15th. And maybe, I think, a, I think a 10th place finish would be a really, really good day for that car. I don't expect him to get much more than that. Sammy Smith, as long as he has a smooth day, doesn't have any issues, should easily be in the top 10, probably the top five, might even be one of the best cars out there. Um, so for me, this is a no-brainer. It's used up a little bit. That might scare some people. Some Again, I think they're setting a lot of traps this week. You go and you're like, I can get Ross Chastain a plus money against a guy in the Xfinity series. Like, yeah, give me that. Uh, be careful. That's uh, there's there's a, a bear trap behind that cheese or whatever the hell you want to say. But uh, yeah, I, I do feel that that is trappy on the Ross side again. Um, and so yeah, juiced up. But only pay the juice if you lose, Rod. So give me Sammy Smith over Ross Chastain minus one seventy over on Caesars. And this is why you listen to this show. So you don't fall into those traps. We want don't you to not take the, the cheese, guys. Uh, listen, and and here's the thing, right? And I we talked about it just at the outset as far as these two cup drivers. Um, you know, Kyle Larson's in this. He hasn't won this race uh, He in the Xfinity Series. And neither has Ross Chastain. In fact, you laid it out. Ross Chastain has not had good finishes on, on Darlington in an Xfinity car. Uh, so I just, I don't see it. I really, I don't see him having a good day this time especially given the equipment that he's in so i i'm totally okay with fading both of these cup drivers uh this week i'm not i wouldn't be mad if they came out and won or if they came out and did well because well that's what they're expected to do but uh their track history here in an xfinity equipment doesn't necessarily back it up so um larson didn't hasn't won a race here has he for no, some reason not. i was thinking he won this race last year, but I guess he finished fifth. So yeah, he hasn't won. I remember how the end of that race went. I felt I thought it was him and and uh, Creed going for it. Maybe they wrecked each other. I don't remember. Uh, him and Creed, I think we're going for it, but they did. Yeah, they bumped. Uh, they wrecked tapped each other. And yeah, somebody else won. Yeah, yeah. that's because okay. that was when Sheldon Creed was coming, like, "Gosh, coming back to me now." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to get into right. him, but he sure did." So, um, yep. all right, my next uh, bet is Josh Berry. Uh, I'm still not done betting on JRM cars uh, as much as everybody wants me to be, but I'm not. And Josh Berry has been the one that has been the most consistent throughout the entirety of this uh, season, minus a crash at uh, Talladega, minus a crash, or not even a crash, but just a bad finish in uh, Daytona. Every other race that he has been in, he has finished inside the top 10, and in five of the 10 races, he's finished inside the top five 
Josh Berry is the model of consistency when it comes to JRM. Uh, so I will definitely continue to ride him at a top five clip. The last time he was out on this track in the fall of 2022, he finished in eighth place just outside of that top 10. Uh, but in that race, uh, the 2022 race, missing from that is Noah Gragson, AJ Allmendinger, and, uh, and Ty Gibbs. So all of those, and Christopher Bell, they're not, none of those guys are in there. So that's like four drivers right there. You bump all those out, he's a fourth place car. So I, I think that he has what it takes to outrun the other folks out there, especially in uh, in what he's got without, you know, again, Kyle Larson would probably sneak his way into the top five again. That's fine. Uh, but by and large, like I said, I think he's been good enough all season long to be able to keep himself in the mix uh, for this race as well. And, you know, look, you say what you will about JRM, like whatever meeting they had, must have like lit a fire into them because it's it's been pretty crazy. Not to mention, Josh Berry does have a second place finish here in 2021 in the spring race. So, uh, and he, he plowed his way up from 24th to get that done. He's talented enough to win this race. Don't know that that's going to happen, but I do think that at least a top five finish is well within his realm of possibility. You get that at plus 120, even even better than Cole Custer. I'm happy to announce, Rod, that after taking over a month off, I'm back on the JRM train. I've got some JRM bets coming up this week Welcome as well back. here in a little bit. Uh, yes, thank you. It was a much-needed break. They've proved it to me over the last couple of races that maybe they're not always going to wreck each other out, uh, but the probation leash will be short. If they do it again this week, I'm putting them back in timeout. Uh, but no, I do love this bet. I, I think that, that JRM is going to have some speed as well. Uh, so I will actually back you on this one. Next up, uh, <laughs> keeping in theme with fading Cup Series drivers, I am going to take our guy, uh, Riley Herbst, over Ty Dillon at minus 130. Again, you got the Xfinity Series regular over the Cup Series regular um, at minus money. Now, Ty Dillon is actually in an RCR car this week, so it's going to be similar to um, you know, the, the Austin Dillon 21, or not Austin, Austin Hill 21, rather. Uh, different, yeah, whatever, anyways. <laughs> and the Sheldon Creed 2 car, which we know can be fast. We know that they can have speed. Um, Ty Dillon might not show it on a weekly basis in the 77, but he is a, a somewhat talented driver and, and has had some success on this level before. But everybody who's listened to this show more than one time, Xfinity Series side of things knows Riley Herbst is the most consistent guy in the garage. He gets you solid finishes week in and week out for the most part. Um, and so I just think that that relying on that uh, that reliability that Herbst gives you, um, first of all, he's running the gorgeous, beautiful Ken Block scheme. So again, if you want to root for a paint scheme, which you should be doing this week, definitely need to bet some stuff on Riley Herbst. Um, but you go back and you look, seventh place at Auto Club for Riley, eighth place at Las Vegas. Um, did have a 21st at Dover. It's been a little bit rough the last couple of weeks. He started the season off with five straight top tens. Then he's trailed off a little bit, but getting back into the intermediates here, Dover again, I think, uh, I feel like he got caught up in something late in that one. I can't remember exactly but has had a little bit of a stretch of bad luck i think that that writes itself this week um and dylan 
it's been a while since we've seen him do anything good. It just, I, I love Ty Dillon. He's a super nice guy. I've actually met him before. Great dude. Um, he just, uh, breaks don't ever seem to fall his way. It's great that he's getting in some RCR equipment. It's concerning that he hasn't had more RCR rides over the last few years. I think that maybe that shows something that, that Austin's got that three car and that Ty has just kind of always been the other brother. Uh, and so I think that I'm just going to kind of lean into that angle. And again, they're trying to get you to look at this like, oh, here's Ty Dillon. He's going to be in this RCR number three car. And, and again, it's just uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm looking too much into it, but I really do think a lot of these, these head-to-heads this week are very trappy. I'm not falling for their traps. Give me Riley Herbst, Mr. Reliable, over Ty Dillon, minus 130. Uh, that one's over Caesars as well. We'll talk about Herbst a little more uh, later on in the broadcast, but I will say the fact that I forgot to even mention that Ty Dillon was in this race should tell you everything you need to know <laughs> about what I what I was looking at when I was looking at the entry list. I, and I knew it too. I was like, oh, Ty Dillon. Oh, Ty Dillon. Oh, never mind. I forgot that I even mentioned it. So yeah, uh, exactly. yeah. Definitely. Um, all right. I am going to go with my first head-to-head, and I've got Austin Hill over Chandler Smith. It hurts the soul because we love Chandler Smith. We Ooh. know how fast Chandler Smith can be. Uh, Chandler Smith is at minus 120 for this. But the high school kid, there are some tracks where you just have to have experience, right? And Chandler Smith has never taken a single lap in an Xfinity car around the Darlington uh, Darlington. Uh, track so I got to tell you we talked about it in the cup series too there's a lot of there's a lot of walls that have your name on it. that Darlington stripe gets even the best of them so for Chandler Smith this is going to be a learning experience whereas Austin Hill has had experience on this track not a whole lot you know just a season and and a race of experience but in that span he's got three top 10 finishes two ninth places and a 10th place finish so uh, not bad for, for Austin Hill to have all three of his, uh, of his finishes here at Darlington Xfinity Top 10s uh, because, again, like I said, the learning curve is very big on this track. So you make one mistake, and that lady in black is swallowing you whole. But as for Austin Hill this season, look, it was a fantastic start. Three wins in, in six races, right? We thought this is going to be him running away with it. Then a bad finish in Atlanta, kind of threw it off. He rebounded at Richmond for a ninth-place finish. Struggled in Martinsville, 16th place. Talladega was on the pole but finished 18th, but found himself again in Dover. Climbed up to a fourth-place finish. Um, So finishing inside the top five after a couple of disappointing weeks. We know he's got speed. We know that he is a talented driver. We know that he can get things done. Um, I mean, again, and we know that Chandler Smith is too. We're not, this is not a knock on Chandler Smith's, uh, potential or even his, his driving skills altogether. I mean, in 10 starts, he does have five top tens for a rookie. That's not bad, but Chandler's fallen on hard times lately too. a 10th place finish in Martinsville. Again, not bad top 10 finish, but a 25th place finish at Talladega and then a 13th place finish at Dover, which is not necessarily what you would want from a guy that won a race at Richmond, was third in Las Vegas, fifth at Phoenix, right? Fourth in Fontana. So quite kind of the opposite for uh, for Chandler Smith where he's kind of fallen off a little bit. And that's all it takes for you to get a, a worse finish than a guy who, you know, can get it done here on this track. 
uh, week in and week out. So, yeah, like I said, I mean, it hurts the soul, but at minus 120, I think Austin Hill is going to have a, a shot to beat Chandler Smith this week. Yeah, I mean, on the surface, it's kind of like, uh, but you dig into it. And, I mean, Chandler Smith has four starts here in the truck series, all in Kyle Busch Motorsports. One finish better than 21st place. Not very good results. And Hill started here three times in the Xfinity Series, one of those times in a Hattori Racing Toyota, um, and he's got a top 10 finish in all three of them. So I do think that this is the right way to go. Again, on the surface, it's kind of like, oh, man, you're going to fade Chandler Smith after all he's done this season, but you dig into the numbers, and it really kind of backs it up. So I actually really like this play um, as well. Next up for me, John Hernemacek. Um, his top five is at plus money. Are you kidding me, Rod? Plus 105 for a top five for John Hunter Nemechek and plus 210 for a top three. I'm going to do a little double dip uh, for our Canadian friends out there. Throw your either either ways down, of course. Get your get your one, two, three, four finishes for, for John Hunter. But um, he's been the fastest car this season. I mean, it's there's no argument to it. He's been extremely fast. Um, he's the second favorite to win this race only to Kyle Larson and yet he's plus money to finish in the top five. Something doesn't necessarily translate there. I don't completely understand this. Also, he raced in the Sam Hunt racing car here last spring and finished in fourth place. If that doesn't show you how good he can be at this track, imagine him being in a good car at this track. Um, and he did have a ninth place finish here in this in the fall, again, in that Sam Hunt car. So he really, really got the most out of that car both times at this track. Um, despite obviously I just laid out the case for how bad that car is overall. So I think that that's uh I think that that's a good sign. Uh he won at Auto Club, again, intermediate, higher track, tire wear, led 49 laps there, sixth place at Las Vegas, led 45 laps in that race, a fifth place finish at Dover. So that is three intermediates this season and two top fives and one sixth place finish. So at, at plus money, give me uh, John Hunter for the top five at plus 105 and for the top three at plus 210. Okay, so I'll let you know that you jumped into the dock before I could put the, the top five in there, so kudos to you for doing that. Uh, but I will counter, you just laid out that beautiful case for John Hunter Nemechek to be a top five or a top three this car. Is, this actually, these like that last bet and these next two bets, it all kind of flows perfectly. You like that? And great, I didn't do it on purpose. The okay, well... If you didn't, that's even better. Well, but, okay. Uh, if you did, great placement. So, no, I, I, I got all the bets, but I laid them out when I saw yours because I was right. like, ooh, that's, this is a that's, perfect yeah. weave. That's usually how I do it. So I'll, I'll write all mine down. And sometimes I don't even look at yours, to be honest, beforehand. Sometimes I'm, I'm discovering them during the show. I'm like, oh, wow. But sometimes I'll be like, oh, I see a guy's name, and I'll make sure I kind of pair it up so we can talk about them at the same time. But. Yeah, these three kind of line up perfectly. I like it. I, I think I'm going to do more of that because uh, it does line up. <laughs> so you laid out this beautiful case for John Hunter Nemechek, right, for a top five, top three car, and and that's all fine and well. But I still think no matter how high uh, that he finishes, that John Hunter Nemechek finishes, I still think that Justin Allgaier is going to finish at least one position higher than him. I am surprised, and I mean I was utterly surprised to find Allgaier at the plus money side of this at plus 140 over John Hunter Nemechek. Like I said, you already talked about uh, uh, John Hunter's legacy here. Well, listen, <laughs> Justin Allgaier has 15 starts on this track. Two wins, 
Six top fives, 11 top 10 finishes. I'm telling you right now, when you look at this guy, especially when he joined the seven team, right? The, the year he joined the seven team, he really started ripping off good finishes. The 11th place finish in 2016, eighth in 2017, seventh in 2018, ninth in 2019, third in 2020. Bad race in 2020, the second time around, finished 31st, uh, but then ended up winning two of the last four races here. Uh, in 2021, won it. In 2022, here in the spring, won it. He won the last time they were out here on this. And then a sixth and a fourth place finish in the other two uh, races, in the fall races. So, look, it's just, he's got, Justin Allgaier's got this race wired, especially the spring race. Uh, like I said, he's won the last two. And that was with, Kyle Larson, Ross Chastain in the mix for those ones. So um, he's proven that he can come out and win this race no matter who's out there. So like I said, give me uh, Allgaier, and I know you'll you'll talk about him a little later too, but give me Allgaier uh, over John Hunter Nemechek no matter where John Hunter finishes. You can still finish in the top three, and, and all Allgaier has to do is come in second place and, and cash this bet for us too. Yes, yeah, so I... Actually, despite the case that I just made for John Arnemacek, love this bet. The fact that it's plus 140 is what really just, that's the icing on the cake. Like, it's as good as Justin Allgaier has been here, and I get there's been some JRM struggles, but he's figured it out a lot lately. Um, he's so good at this track. I, I think that you can cash Allgaier to win this head-to-head. -head. I think you can cash John Hunter top five. I think you can cash John Hunter top three. I think you can also cash Justin Allgaier top five because it's at plus 100, mm -hmm. which is a crime, I think. Last season, won the spring race, fourth in the fall. 2021, won the spring race. Are we seeing a pattern here? Won the spring race again, uh, sixth in the fall race. Third place in 2020. Uh, so far this season, comparable tracks, intermediates. Second place at Las Vegas, third place at Auto Club, third place at Dover. Those are all well within the top five. Um, and he's got, despite the struggles that JRM has had, five top ten finishes in ten races. So all aboard the Justin Allgaier number seven train this week. I think there's a way that you could hit every single one of these bets. Um, and the fact that it's plus 140, when these guys, I mean, th these are probably the two most equal, like, neck. obviously Kyle Larson is is a talent out of this world. His equipment potentially could hold him back. But, I mean, Allgaier and John Hunter are the next two guys, like 1A and 1AA on this list. It's not even 1A and 1B. Like, they're that close. For you to get plus 140 on either side of this, I mean, if it was the other way, you'd have to consider the John Hunter side of things even, I think. But, uh, yeah, I, I love betting all of these ways on, on all these bets. And I really, really can see a case for all of these to cash. And they're all plus money, which is a, a nice bonus. Yeah, especially on a on a card where you know you can find a lot of minus money stuff. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, I didn't even I didn't even dig into what he's done this season. So uh, you gotta yeah. love it. You know, when he's yeah, finished a race, he's finished inside the top ten or very close to it. So yep. Uh, all right, uh, all right. Yeah, Cody, your turn. Oh, you got the well, top that, five. That was mine. I <laughs> I continued the conversation and threw mine in there too. Uh, so if you didn't catch it, Justin Allgaier, top five plus one hundred. That's how sl that sly and subtle you are. I love that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, then, so toss this into the ring as well. I I, I love these winning number bets, and I, I haven't done one in a while because I didn't want it to get stale. But I'm bringing it back because I like this. 
Uh, I'm going to take the odd number as the winner of this race. I like it because this is the plus money side of it. It's at plus 180. Um, you know, again, it's, it is a crapshoot, but with plus one, uh, plus 180 on the, on the odd side of it, you get, uh, junior motorsports car, Sam Mayer, you get, uh, no, not Tydell. You get Justin Allgaier. Um, Ty Dillon would be in there. I know he's in there, but I didn't want to throw that out there. Um, (laughs) just in case (laughs) you get the 11, right? You get Austin Hill in this one. Um, so there's a lot of good cars that are odd that I think are going to get it done. Um, I also don't mind the um, the under 11 and a half that I believe I saw on Caesars. Uh, I've got to go back in there if you really wanted to kind of double down on it because I didn't want to necessarily, uh, like I said, go to the well too many times with these number bets. But um, the winning number under ten is and 10 and a half, and that's minus 185. But if you're about to take a minus 170, on something, I think a minus one eighty five. Yeah, I'd give you the coverage on Larson in there too. Yep, it, yeah, it gives you the coverage on Larson, so um, you can even get that as well. So you Art Larson Allgaier, the only one you're kind of missing is John Hunter, but uh, I think you're okay without that. So um, yeah, give me the uh, give me the winning car number at odd at uh, plus one eighty to uh, to round out our head to head and prop bets. Uh, I'm going to give you a bonus bet because I was just looking at the numbers again. Riley Herbst plus 375 for a top five. Um, you know, I was going to leave it off because we've, we bet on it a lot, but we've also hit on it a lot. And at almost four to one, I feel like we got to throw it in, especially with the Ken Block paint scheme. That's what's really pushed me over the edge more than anything. So a little bonus bet for you there. Uh, Riley Herbst top five plus 375 over on Caesars. It's not even Christmas yet. We're giving out bonus bets. I love it. <laughs> uh, All right, well, all that's left is to tell you who we think is going to win this race. I kind of think you could put that together from what we've talked about so far, but uh, we'll we'll make it official. we haven't talked about yet. That's true. Well, that's true. We'll make it official when we come back from the break. Let's take a second to say thank you to those of you out there who have been watching on YouTube. So many of you have discovered our channel, and we are very grateful for that. Uh, Many more of you have been reaching out to uh to talk to us and comment on the videos we appreciate that as well so continue to join the party subscribe like the videos comment on the videos ring that bell so you know when we go live again um it's just another aspect of this show that's continued to see growth and uh you know the bosses love to see it and we love to see it so once again thank you for for making that possible if you're an og subscriber go ahead and leave a review we love to see those as well we have not forgotten about you in fact it's the main way that we like to get this out As much as we love the new toy called YouTube, we still love you guys the most. Uh, Just kidding, YouTube. We love you more. Uh, But anyways, doesn't matter who we love more. Just keep doing it. We love all of you equally. Uh, You're all our children. I'll find another awkward way to get out of this, uh, you know, whatever. We love you. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues. And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including... The injury report. Studs and duds. Waiver wire targets. And suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J. Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an Old Fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. 
All right, and it is time to line up some winners for this Shriners Children 200, the Xfinity race at Darlington. Cody, surprise, who do we got? Yeah, it's so nice sometimes when you get these Cup Series guys that come in, they get the inflated odds all the way at the top of the board, kind of shoves everybody else's number up a little bit. Um, obviously, you run the risk that Kyle Larson just dominates this race and wins, but... We've seen it enough this year that that's not always guaranteed to happen. Uh, what is Larson to win this race? He is at plus two, plus one seventy. Oof. Yeah, Oof. that's that's a little. Uh, and small. then John Hunter Nemechek is is plus three fifty. I've talked about how much I like him, but that's still still pretty low. I think, especially with Larson in the field. So, Justin Allgaier, I told you I'm back on the JRM train. He has been good here. He's won the last two spring races here um, and has not been to victory lane yet in 2023. He is due again. He's got a top five in the last 10 races, and he's very, very, very good at this track. Uh, expect that to continue. Plus 750 over on DraftKings. Again, shop that around a little bit. He's as low as plus 550 in some places. So getting him at plus 750, you're getting a nice price there on Allgaier. Uh, I think that this is the week we could see that seven car finally back in victory lane. Um, one of those guys that we talked about early in the season, right? We had this big three painted rod, and none of those three guys have won at this point in the season. It's pretty crazy. But I think, do think that um, Allgaier can get it done. And then for my long shot, Ryan Truex won the last race at Dover. Again, it's not a direct comparison, but it is an intermediate-style track. We've talked about all how fast these JGR cars are. Truex has proved that. He's proved he can get it done. Uh, I know it's been two weeks, but the last race, he's fresh off winning, and he's 16 to 1 over on Barstool, also on Superbook as well. Um, so, yeah, give me some Ryan Truex, 16 to 1. He's in a fast enough car. We've seen that that car obviously has the speed. We know he's got the ability. Um, he did finish 30th here last season, but he was top 10 in both stages, had problems at the end of that race. Um, and then again, this season, he had a second place finish at Phoenix, a third place at Atlanta. He won the Dover race in which he swept both stages. He ran up front all day long. Uh, I think that we could see another good performance from Ryan Truex at 16 to 1. That is way too good of a price to leave on the board. Yeah, and what's crazy is that, you know, when you get momentum like that, it is easy to carry it through. And it's, yeah, 16 to 1, that's kind of disrespectful. Uh, I like that. Uh, it will be tough, though. Again, there are a lot of lot of landmines to, uh, to maneuver around. And then, of course, fast cars like Allgaier and Larson and, and John Hunter. So um, definitely a good price. I fully back your play on Justin Allgaier. Like that was the guy that I was going to suggest anyways. And at plus 750, it's it's such a fantastic deal. Um, guess, guess what number uh, Justin Allgaier drives, Rob? Oh, the seven car. Oh, just like Corey LaJoy. And even better, it's an odd car, right? So at plus oh, 180, you can get that double dip. There. As is Truex, uh, the 19 car. You see what I'm saying? So there's there's a lot of good stuff going on there. So I had to come in because you already picked uh, Justin Allgaier, and so I, I had to kind of throw out a long shot of my own. 60 to 1 for Riley Herbst on Superbook. I thought that was very, very juicy because we just laid out the, the Riley Herbst situation, right? And, okay, read me his read me his stats, Rod. Tell me why he's going to be so good. 
Well, he had an 18th place finish, a 28th punch, a 38th finish, and a 34th place finish in the Xfinity Series in Darlington. Rod, that doesn't say anything. Yeah, I know, but he's also got a third and a fourth place finish. Riley Herbst, though, is due for something good to happen, right? And this is a track with, I, I think he can get it done. We've already talked about him a lot throughout the course of this as far as being a top five car, as being a fast car, being just a bad luck uh, in, in more often than not. So if this 98 car finally punches it through, this could be the week. And listen, at 60 to one, he could come out and be another 38th place finish. And I would not be surprised because that's yeah. exactly what the books are, are betting on. That's, uh, you know, you're going to keep getting him at prices like this. Like just bet him every week. He's, I know he hasn't gotten it done yet, but he's been a completely different driver this season than he was in the past. He has shown the flashes. He is going to get it done. You want to give him to me every week at 60 to one, 30 to one, even 20 to one. I'm just going to continue to bet it until it hits because it's going to hit. And when it hits, you're going to be holding that winning ticket. It's going to feel so good. I love this bet, Rob. And you don't even have to bet a lot to make uh, enough on this, right? This is something that you can just sprinkle whatever you feel comfortable putting on. And, you know, it's 60 to one. If it hits, you're happy. Two bucks on it and you win 120 bucks. Like it's, yeah, it, it adds up quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're eating steak at least for sure. Uh, so yeah, I mean, listen, like I said, at 60 to one, he could go out and lay an egg and and that's, that's pretty much what could happen. But again, I think he's just gotta be due. He's, he's so much better. He looks so much faster. Like it's just, it's just a different Riley Herbst that we've seen, like you said. And, uh, if I'm going to have to pick a long shot, you know, because like I said, I fully back Justin Allgaier. That's that's my call to win this race along with yours. We co-sign on that one. But uh, yeah, I'm tossing out Riley Herbst for an additional little little sprinkle at sixty to one. I love it. Beautiful, uh, man. That that's a pretty pretty good looking card. I think we kind of looked a few weeks off of Xfinity, right? It gives us a chance to kind of regroup. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, really, again, this was one of the easier times I had finding plays. I wasn't struggling to find things. Um, some really good prices, a couple juiced up things, right? A minus 145 matchup, a minus 170 matchup, but very, very lopsided matchups in my opinion. Uh, and then some really juicy plus odds, some stuff in here, getting some good odds on, on a couple of these guys to win this race. Uh, and again, Larson's in the field, but finished fifth last season. So doesn't mean he's going to win it. Uh, and I think, was he in, I think he was in a junior motorsports car. I'd have to go back and look, but I think it was a JRM car last year or at least a Hendrick car might have been in that 17. Um, and this year he's in the Colleg car, which Colleg's had its flashes, right? Chandler Smith has had his flashes, but Kyle Busch hasn't done much in it. Austin Dillon didn't do much in it. We've seen it got a lot of top 10s. We talked about that, right? They, every, they kept scoring top 10s, but nothing else. So be interesting to see, but uh, I think that uh, that we're going to have a good week in Xfinity. Man, at Darlington, again, this is, is going to be a great track. Should be really good racing. Uh, good throwback schemes in this series as well. Gonna be a fun time, Rod. I agree. Uh, Kyle Larson was in that 17 car last uh, last yes, year, the, and that's yep, a Hendrick, Hendrick Motorsport, so. yeah, Hendrick.com car. So, yep. um, all right. Well, get your pen and papers out. I will tell you exactly what this beautiful card shakes out to be. Uh, Corey or Corey Cody started you out with. Uh, I got Corey LaJoy on the brain. I got Corey LaJoy on the mind, don't you? You keep showing that Corey LaJoy pose. It's just like, woo, here we go. Uh, Cody started you out with the number 11 car over, well, Corey Heim, right? So at minus 145. 
<laughs> for the number 11 a car to finish better than Heim. Uh, I said that Cole Custer was going to find his way to the top five at plus 115. Cody said that Sammy Smith was going to finish better than Ross Chastain at the low, low price of minus 170. I gave you uh, Josh Berry as a top five car at minus 120. Cody said that Riley Herbst was going to finish better than Ty Dillon, who we both forgot was in this race, at minus 130. I said Austin Hill was going to finish better than Chandler Smith at minus 120. Cody gave you John Hunter Nemechek as a top five car at plus 105 and a top three car at plus 210. Oh, yes, and Cody also threw in Riley Herbst as a top five car at plus 375, a little bonus bet there. I gave you Justin Allgaier over John Hunter Nemechek at plus 140. Cody gave you Justin Allgaier as a top five car at plus 100. I said that the winning car would be an odd number at plus 180. And then Cody gave you Justin Allgaier at plus 750 to win. Tossed in Ryan Truex at 16 to 1. And I told you to swing for the fences with Riley Herbst at 60 to 1 to cross the finish line and tame the lady in black. There it is, Cody. All those bets laid out. They sound even better. Although, look, I want I want more backmarker bets. Books. Please give me some more backmarker bets. We need something to, to... All these names are fun to talk about every week, but we need to talk about some of these guys that we don't get to talk about weekend. I want more Kaz Grala. I want more Sage Karam. Uh, I want more, uh, let's see, Anthony Alfredo. They, like They did give us some backmarker cars. They just happen to have different drivers in them this week. This is true. Absolutely <laughs> true. So, uh, Well, Cody, uh, all that's left is to get out there and race, huh? Let's go do it. I'm ready. I'm excited, pumped up. Ready for some Xfinity series. Uh, should should be a really good race. Uh, I'm expecting a good one this week. As am I. All right. Well, as we send everybody off, as we do each week, each week, each day. It, we we said it before. This this has been a long week for both of us. So it's yeah. I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, so. <laughs> I've I've been managing to get through on like less sleep than I've ever gotten in my life. But we're managing through. So as we do every day, Cody, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb. I uh, got an NFL article that's going to be coming out on Sports Gambling Podcast Thursday.com uh, Thursday morning. Uh, going to take a look at the little little preview before the uh, the schedule release on Thursday night. Kind of some stuff to watch for, how it might affect the betting markets, what uh, what divisions are lining up to play other divisions, how that might shake things out as far as betting goes. So give that a check, even if you're listening to this after still go look and see how it might affect the betting part of things because it'll still uh it'll still matter after the release on thursday night but go check it out uh yeah and uh, come back tomorrow truck series we got all three back in action this weekend it's a dfs to wrap us up on friday uh I'm, I'm gonna have a different hat tomorrow so uh you have to come back and see that one i'll pick a different uh throwback diecast that i've got in there i've got a couple i'll, I'll pull them out uh all right, follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's the back road over on In Between Media. Meeting tomorrow to talk Darlington with Ryan and, or Sean and Elliot. I'm bad with names today, Cody. Can you just pull You're the on hook? A lot of shows. That's okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fine. We're gone. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk some trucks and we'll talk DFS to kill out the week. <sighs> You're probably done listening to me, anyways. So until tomorrow, let's go racing and let. It ride.